right, Brian, here we are at uh, episode 91. Hard to believe, but uh, it's tournament time, hey. It is, man. The regular season has gone by so fast, Rube, and uh, you had three or four games a week uh, in both softball and baseball, and uh, like you said, here we are. It's tournament time. Well, let's start up by talking uh, Lady Vikings softball. They had a great regular season, 18-4, and four, going into potentially uh, a regular season finale on Saturday. But uh, they have an unusual test ahead of them in the Hurricane Redskins. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, role reversal, I guess you would say. Hurricane, uh, as you mentioned uh, to me earlier, had won five consecutive state championships in softball. Obviously, last year, uh, nobody had a championship. But prior to that, Hurricane had dominated. And, um, you know, Coach Ken Swisher told me earlier in the season that they were missing their pitcher from last year. He was worried about having to face her and then obviously no season. So he's glad that she's graduated and moved on. And, you know, the Lady Vikes, uh, Rube, have uh, been outstanding. And I think probably across the board – uh, there aren't many teams that want to face the Lady Vikings in the postseason play. And Ripley has uh, has played Hurricane during the regular season and won that game. So uh, let's move on to uh, Viking baseball. They'll be taking uh, a road trip on Tuesday up to Parkersburg South. Well, they have their work cut out for them, no question about it. Parkersburg South, obviously a good baseball team, uh, but they're not uh, unbeatable, Rube, I think. It's not a David and Goliath situation for the Vikings. I think they need to get off to a good start, and they need to cure the leaving runners on base. They need to move guys uh, from second to third and and get guys in scoring position and and find a way to get them across home plate. If they can do that Tuesday night uh, with some of that senior pitching that the Vikings have, uh, I think they have a decent chance of winning that ballgame. And uh, the – Track teams at Ripley High have been competitive all season long. They have this weekend off, and then they get ready for their postseason. Uh, the regional tournament's coming up. And we also talked to a couple uh, Ripley alumni in, in this uh, episode of uh, Viking 360. Uh, I talked with Duke Gandy, and he had a super season with Ripley Middle School Baseball, and, and they capped the year uh, with a 14-0 record. And I know... Uh, uh, you talked with a with a Viking who played professional baseball and had quite a career with the Blue and White. Yeah, I had a chance to sit down with uh, Josh Whitlock, state champion, uh, West Virginia State Player of the Year, uh, his senior season. 16 wins as a starting pitcher his senior season. He had six home runs. Uh, just an incredible season, an incredible athlete, and a fantastic baseball player, and it was great to catch up with Josh. He has led the Lady Viking team to an 18-4 and regular season. Now, he's on a quest for his second state championship at Ripley High School. Here's Lady Viking head coach, Ken Swisher. Well, this is the second season when it comes to uh, spring sports and including uh, Lady Viking softball getting ready for the uh, sectional tournament. And it all begins on uh, Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. And they'll be taking on the Hurricane Redskins. And... Coach uh, Ken Swisher, I know you had a chance to uh, to see the Redskins earlier in this year. What are your thoughts on playing the team that basically has won the last five uh, West Virginia State softball championships? Well, first of all, it's a great opportunity. So uh, to see where we stand and everything, and uh, of course playing them, uh, we uh, we beat them. But uh, you know, it's it, like you say, it's a new season. 
So uh, I know they they built towards this and had some ups and downs, just like we have with this pandemic stuff and some games canceled and, and not canceled and players there and players not there. And so, you know, it's it's one of those things that uh, I, everybody's from here. We're really looking forward to this this meeting and then seeing what we can accomplish and, uh, and move on. Coach, how do you feel that uh, your ball club uh, matches up with the Redskins? Well, I, th- I think we've got a great opportunity here to show that we are a hitting team, and our feeling has gotten a lot better also, and uh, it's come along. I, I'm real, real pleased with it. And, of course, uh, we've, got, we've got the horse on the mound, uh, Chloe. She can keep us in any game. She's that type of pitcher, and she's not going to get blown out any time. So if we hit like we, we should and feel good normal balls, and, and Chloe will do her job, I know she will, that we will be uh, in pretty good shape. Coach, how do you keep your team playing with such freedom and, and, and having so much fun out there whenever it becomes a win-or-go-home type season? Because your team seems to have played uh, with, I don't want to say reckless abandon, but that they really just play for the moment. And, and for you as a coach to challenge uh, to get them to do that in the postseason. Well, you you can't overemphasize that the games are big. Okay, it's a game, and and anytime you're playing a game, anything can happen. And we're all normal. We're all we're all human beings, and there will be ups and downs during the game. You put it behind you and go on to the next step and be ready for the next ball hit, next bat at bat. And uh, we we try to look at things that way and and constantly remind them that, hey, forget about this, go on, or they make a great play. We enjoy it for the moment and get ready to to do it again. So, you know, I've never felt that I pressure kids. I just explain it to them that you're human, you'll have good days and bad days, and most of the time this year it's been good. Coach, you've been coaching a number of years and had uh, several Lady Viking teams that have advanced on to the the state tournament and won a state championship. Uh, What is the key now that you uh, advance to the postseason? Do you do anything differently uh, now that you're in the second season? Well, you don't really do a lot differently. During the year, you approach each game trying to teach a certain aspect that will help you later on in the tournaments. It's just like uh, we we bunted the ball more frequently in the past two or three weeks just to get a good feel for the the uh, transition of getting the ball down, the runners moving on, and, and also uh, people are bunting balls on us, which will help our defense too. And uh, it, bunting is a, a big part of, of the softball. Uh, uh, we, we just can't overemphasize how you can move runners with one little bunt and, and do a good job with it. Plus, uh, pickoff plays, um, how we handle handle those things, and uh, your relays. Uh, you've got to get all your relays down pat so people don't take extra bases. So you work on it at weekly and add a, a new thing each week and try to build and uh, at the same time win so you get some momentum going. And, uh, you know, winning spurs uh, confidence. So, you know, I think that's what we have this year going for us right now. And, and, you know, if you don't have that, then you're questioning yourself all the time whether you should do this, that, on on the field. 
and I think we're past that point. Coach, just personally, uh, you're a pretty even-keeled guy. You don't get too high or too low, but it really seems to me like you've had a lot of fun with this group, and they've been a lot of fun to coach for you. Oh, my. Uh, we didn't know what we were going to get with, a, with the freshman group that came in this year, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm real real excited because I, you know, I have a granddaughter there, and uh, uh, I'm real pleased with the girls around her there that, that have come out and decided to play with us. And, you know, we have a real strong sophomore group and a strong senior group, and uh, this freshman group has just uh, reminded us of, of the uh, steps that you have to take to become a, a good ball player. Uh, becoming a, a good athlete is nothing but paying attention, enjoying what you're doing, and putting forth the effort. And uh, they have done that, and I've seen great strides with them. And I've, I've had a lot of fun with, with the freshmen and, and the sophomores and, and senior class together. And it's a pretty awesome group of kids. Coach, uh Best of luck, and uh, go Lady Vikes. All right. Thank you. Let's, let's do it. Hey, fans. Check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel made right here in Ripley. The Viking track team has been competitive all spring. We'll hear from two of the major reasons why. Noah Kessel was a two-sport player this year, and Joey Ramsey has been a consistent scorer for the Vikings in the sprinting events. It's not unusual to have a uh, two-sport athlete in high school, but what is sort of unusual is to have someone who plays two sports at the same time, and that was the case for my next guest, Noah Kessel. Noah, you decided to give tennis a try and to give track a try. Why did you decide to take on two sports uh, at the same time? I decided to do two sports because I felt like it would help me with endurance in both. So track was definitely my main focus in the spring. So maybe doing tennis like gave me endurance for track as well. And you have more experience in track than you do in yeah. tennis. You're a relative newcomer to the sport of, mm -hmm. of tennis. Yeah. So tell me about, uh, you said you run three events in most meets uh, in track. Tell me about those events and what is your specialty? Um, the first event I run is the 400. I recently started that this year because I used to be an 800 runner, so that's also why I run the 4x8. So my specialty is definitely probably the 400 because I'm also on the 4x4 team. And we've just been working on that this track season. Yeah. The 400. Now, tell me who else runs with you on that uh, 4x400 team. And I understand it was the first place team at a relatively big track meet uh, down in Charleston recently. Yeah. Uh, we run, I also run with uh, Dan Gaudreau, uh, Max Meadows, and Chase Pepper. And what leg on that relay do you run? I used to be the anchor until Chase came in and got that, ran a faster time than me. But this past meet where we won, I was a third leg. And you say you actually prefer uh, the relays to the an individual event. And why is that? What is the key to having uh, an efficient relay team? I feel like I do better on relays, relays because 
I don't want to let the team down, and that's like more pressure on me. And when there's more pressure, I run faster. I feel like. Very good. And you have, uh, we're basically you have this weekend off. I understand, and now getting ready for the big regional competition. So realistically, how about you in the 400 and you in, on the 4x400 uh, relay? Uh, what are your chances at, at advancing on to the state meet in, in those events? For the Open Four, I don't think there's like a good possibility of me making states, but definitely for the 4x4 team, we should be able to win regionals. Very good. Noah, congratulations on completing two seasons at the same time, and, and best of luck to you. Thank you. All right, he has been our guest in football season. He's been our guest in basketball season, and now he is our guest in track season. Joey Ramsey, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Rube. Joey, uh, we're talking a little track first, and you were telling me that you specialize in the shorter uh, sprint events. Tell me uh, about the events that you participate in. Yeah, I'm in the 100 Open, the 200 Open, and the 4x1 and the 4x2. And which do you, which event do you feel is is your uh, best strength? I think that the 200 is honestly my best event because like I'm really not like I'm not like quick off the line, but like my top speed, I can catch catch a lot of people. Okay, and, and you have uh, the regionals, you have this weekend off, and then you have the regionals coming up. So what is your goal personally? I mean, what would you like to like to see happen in that in that regional competition? I mean, you know, I'm, just, I'm just trying to go out there and run, run, a, run my personal best, and this, whatever happens, it happens. I mean. Joey, we talked about football a little bit earlier, but uh, you had uh, recently, you went to an event. It was out of state. Uh, and got some exposure uh, on a regional level. So tell me about this football event that, that you went to and why why you did that. Yeah, I went to a camp. It was in uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Now, Joey, was this by invitation? Yeah, yes, it was by invitation, yes. And, uh, like, we went down there. There was a lot of coaches there. Like, it was like a – like, we did, like, some combine things with a 40-yard dash and stuff like that. And then we, went, we did some, like, one-on-ones and positional – with some positional coaches and learned a little bit. Was it a one-day event? Yes, it was a one-day. One and day. how did you feel overall? Do you think it was worthwhile uh, for you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, we're in a small town. I mean, it's, to go into an event like that, it gets you some exposure out there. It gets your name out there a little better. I hear you, Joey. Congratulations on a very solid uh, track season, contributing to this Viking track team, and best of luck in the regional coming up. All right, thank you. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. It's not very common on the AAA level to find a sophomore who is batting cleanup uh, in the lineup, but that is the case with uh, Ripley Viking sophomore Caleb Swisher, and he has earned that cleanup spot by carrying a 364 batting average. Caleb, thanks for being with me. Thank you for having me. Buddy, you've had a heck of a year, man. Uh, you know, I know tonight uh, Oak Hill got the victory. It wasn't a game 
for you individually, you weren't pleased with your performance, but that's baseball. You have uh, some nights where you're hitting the ball really well and other nights that uh, you just can't find a hole out there. But you got the win tonight, and that's what really mattered. Yeah, I didn't have a very good night out there, but we pulled off the win, and at the end of the day, we scored more runs than they did. You've had a great year, though, man. Uh, talk about uh, just progressing through this year, how you, good you've been at the plate. You've played a lot of different positions in the field. Uh, you're, you're a guy that can move all over the place, play short, play second, play in the outfield, uh, and still be productive at the plate. Yeah, it's fun. You know, you're always on the field. You get to be out there with the boys and have fun no matter where you're at. How much fun has it been for you after missing your entire freshman year? Uh, and how long did it take you to kind of get back into a groove of playing baseball games? Well, everybody was definitely excited to get back out here. You know, didn't get to play all last year. Missed a lot of ball games, a lot of time on the field. So I think everybody was happy to get out and be able to play some ball games. How difficult is it to go out there every day and play on a field that is named after one of your family members. I mean, uh, the Swisher name in baseball at Ripley High School uh, is pretty lofty. Uh, so I know that uh, maybe you feel a little pressure from that. Yeah, you definitely, you know, you hear it over the intercom and put a little bit of pressure on you before every game. What's your favorite part? Uh, do you like playing in the field? Do you like being at the plate, uh, pitching? Uh, we're going to see you for a couple more years. What's your favorite thing to do on the baseball field? I like being at the plate. It's all eyes on you. What do you feel about this team? You got five seniors, I believe, so you're returning a lot of guys next year. If you guys can get hot here uh, late in the season, make a little run in the postseason, get some good experience, next couple of years could be pretty exciting for you guys. Yeah, we're pulling things together here this year. Hopefully we can win a couple postseason games, maybe get a run, go a long ways. But next year should be really exciting. I think we've got a lot of potential. One more regular season game left, and that is Thursday night, Winfield at Ripley. Uh, what are you guys trying to do uh, to improve? Uh, the bats are starting to come alive a little bit now. You've been on fire uh, over the last week, uh, a couple of your teammates as well. What are you guys looking to do and improve upon as you head toward next Tuesday going up to Parkersburg South? Well, tonight we had a lot of, lot of runners left on in scoring position. If we get a couple more of those runs in, it's a totally different ball game no matter who we're playing. Caleb, thanks for the time. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you, sir. This young man uh, led Ripley High School to a state baseball championship and one of only three Ripley players to advance and play professional baseball. Here's Viking standout Josh Whitlock. Joined now by former Viking, a 2004 grad, state champion, uh, college standout, and then went on to uh, play in the Major League Baseball. He was drafted by the Cubs, and that is none other than Josh Whitlock. Josh, thanks for being with me, buddy. I don't know, Glad to be here. So, man, uh, it's been a minute since you and I've caught up. Uh, how's life with you? Uh, before we get into reminiscing about the good old days, uh, tell me what's going on in your life. Yeah, um, currently living in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, just outside of Charlotte, and uh, you know, I've been down here for about eight years now, and got two kids, and you know, living a dream. <laughs> so tell me about 2004 man do you think much about uh that time in your life what a special season that was uh not only for you individually uh but but also for your team yeah um you know i think about it a lot and sometimes you know even when you know i'm talking about you know old teammates or friends from high school and stuff like that kind of go into it a little bit and just you know um relive all the you know all the moments from 
that year. I mean, it was just you know, the whole baseball team in general and stuff. And it was just, I mean, such a good experience from, you know, beginning of the season to the end. And, you know, fortunately enough, we, we could end it on a high note that we all wanted to. And it was just, you know, probably one of the best experiences of my life. Dude, you uh, you were sixteen and one as a starter. Uh, fourteen consecutive decisions, uh, pair of saves. I think you had a one point five ERA. You had one hundred and five strikeouts against forty four walks in eighty eight innings. Uh, those are some pretty lofty numbers, man. You don't see that quite often uh, in high school baseball. Yeah, um, it, it's funny because I was talking to a guy recently because I sometimes would do some lessons down here uh, in Charlotte area. And I'm, you know, talk about pitch count and stuff like that. And I, I told him, I was like, you know, I threw all the time, but I never felt like I was overworked or anything like that. Like, you know, never felt like my arm was hurting and stuff like that. Just, you know, went to the next game and was ready at any time. And, you know, I, I just think that uh, the way things were then have, you know, changed a lot to how they are now. But it was a... Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to be on the mound and have the ball in my hand at any time I could. You you really, uh, Coach Swisher described you as a, a strike thrower. You were a guy that was constantly around the plate. Uh, you had a couple of different type breaking balls. You had a curve ball. I think he also said a slider uh, for you. That, that was a really good go-to pitch. Uh, high school pitchers, guys that uh, have multiple pitches, different looks they can throw at you. Uh, over the years, I've watched a lot of high school baseball. It's really hard to hit guys that can mix it up like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, the key to being successful with pitching is just changing speeds and changing angles. Um, you know, in, in high school, one thing that, you know, I always, always trusted my fastball. Um, I wish that I had a better changeup because I think that would just be another look that would have given more success. But at the same time, you know, things I've learned since then is just the way that, you know, people are changing up speeds now is, I mean, once I got to college, it was, you know, fastball change-ups, sliders and everything, and then, you know, got to the next level, and it was just, I mean, guys are throwing these off the strikes at any, at any time, and it's just, you know, you're used to seeing guys throw a fastball for a strike and maybe a breaking ball here and there, but consistently throwing, you know, three, four pitches for a strike and any count is just, you know, <laughs> something that uh, I had never seen before up to that point. As good of a pitcher as you was uh, back then, Josh, your hitting didn't did not uh, suffer. Uh, you hit three eighty four. You had six home runs, seven doubles, twenty four runs scored, forty RBIs, and one hundred and twelve at bats. Uh, you knew how to swing the bat as well, man, and and it just goes to talk about. Uh, what a great athlete you were. Uh, you played a lot of sports. Uh, you played basketball, baseball. Uh, but you were just a guy that could excel at about anything that you did. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I still to this day say that, you know, I was a better fielder than I was um, a pitcher. So I enjoyed, you know, getting in front of guys and hitting all that stuff. I mean, I just... Uh, you know, I, I felt like anytime I was in the box, I just had no fear of any catches that was on the mound. Um, you know, I wish I was a little bit stronger at the time so I could hit more home runs. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I just I just loved the, uh, the competition. So you went uh, left Ripley High School after 
posting a state championship in 2004. You spent a year at Surrey Community College down there in North Carolina, uh, and then made your way back to the Mountain State, playing for the Mountaineers. Uh, and then you were later drafted by the Cubs, man. Talk about that whole transition and, and going from uh, the Diamond at, at Ripley High School uh, to Wrigley Field. Um, well, I will say that, uh, you know, the, just I used to come back a lot to, you know, Ripley even when I was in college and all that stuff and just kind of sit at the high school just to uh, get my bearings. Just kind of was like that, uh, that piece <laughs> in a way. Um, but, you know, I, I, uh, the crowd grew a little bit, um, you know, and didn't quite make it to Wrigley, unfortunately. Um, you know, I played in the minor leagues for the Cubs for three years, but um, did get to play for Ryan Sandberg, who's one of my coaches. And, you know, the crazy thing, we were about two hours from Chicago, and we'd have standing room only type games and nobody cared about who was on the field they just came to see him <laughs> but like it was such an experience I me mean, seeing the way that he conducted himself and you know seeing these other pro guys who some are still playing today and it's just you know just seeing them come up you know play with a couple guys that um, played against in college but josh harrison um who's one of my good buddies went to university of cincinnati and he's still playing right now with the Nationals, and it's just like, you know, cool to see these guys just, you know, still playing out the game they love. Josh, you had uh, one of the most amazing senior seasons, man. We've we talked about the stats, uh, capped it off with a state championship. Congratulations, man. We appreciate you taking the time to catch up with us. And uh, please come back and see us. Uh, we would love to have you at a Viking baseball game. Uh, it's always great to have the legends back, and you're certainly one of them. I definitely, uh, you know, appreciate you taking time to have me on here. Uh, I, I try to come up every now and then, so hopefully I can, you know, drop by the, drop by one of the games. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. Perfection is the best way to describe the baseball season at Ripley Middle School, as we hear from Coach Duke Gandy. <laughs> I'm talking with uh, Ripley Middle Baseball Coach Duke Gandy, and tonight uh, being um, Tuesday night, the culmination of uh, an outstanding season for the Middle School Vikings. They finished the year uh, undefeated by defeating uh, the Winfield Generals by the score of 13 to 1 at Viking Park and Duke I guess it has to be uh, pretty rewarding uh, to cap an undefeated season it is it, it, it's amazing these kids have worked hard all 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 season and uh, it's just a great feeling to to get it done all the way get it finish it tonight these boys there was nothing going to stop these boys tonight well, obviously, uh, by, by putting together a string of what fourteen consecutive victories, they're doing something right. Right. What are what are the strengths of this group of players coming up in the Viking program? We had tremendous pitching all year, from Jackson Curry to Landon Meadows, <coughs> Brady McVeigh, uh, Bryson Casto, Kyler Doss. We had great 
infield or we've been playing a great defense the whole year. We have been always, there's always somebody stepping up and doing a little bit extra. And, that, and that's, that's, that's what's helped us win. And uh, Duke, I know you had some very capable uh, assistants uh, helping you. Tell us about the, your coaching staff this year. Well, Ethan Koontz um, was a, is a uh, young coach and uh, who just, he played uh, for, or for, I was the assistant coach while Ethan was playing uh, here at the middle school. <clears throat> Mike Lawrence, a uh, great uh, Ripley High School legend, went on to pitch at Potomac State. Uh, tremendous pitcher and Cam Phelan helped out a whole lot so we had we had a, a whole lot of help and uh, those guys they really know their stuff well coach uh, sit back and enjoy it. it it doesn't get any better than being unbeaten congratulations on on an outstanding season thank you very much Rube That'll do it for episode 91 of Viking 360. Thanks for listening, and congratulations from Ruben I to the class of 2021. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.